evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Hey, I'm Cole, and I'm playing Olrun Dawnseeker, the Black as Hell ASMR Warlock Paladin. Nah. I'm Megan. I'm playing Saride Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. Hello, I'm Eric, and I'm playing Sirak, the Arakakra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'll be playing Talroth, or complete the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm going to be playing Treasure Glitterhoof, the Tiefling Fighter. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, announcements. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, say hi to our friends over at uh, Norse Foundry. We yeah. like them. We, oh, we give their stuff away at times. They're good people. They have it's cool Schrodinger's dice. announcements. Schrodinger's yeah. announcements. Metal dice. So big, big fans of them. Check them out. Also, um, A to Z monstrosities is, has been continuing. We made uh, uh, the stats for Bloodburner were were put together as well as. Uh, a mythic encounter with Bloodburner. So we'll see if uh, maybe maybe our friends here run, run into, into that shit. Run into that. Um, someday, someday soon. We'll see. Also, we've um, been working on some different shows. Um, I'm going to try to put some more polls out on the... Um... Yep. On the Discord, apologies, I am slightly off this evening, so hopefully everything will go smoothly. Uh, we did get to play some tabletop sim with uh, one of our patrons. Uh, we do, we're going to try to be doing that once a month. We, we played uh, DC Deck Building, the new one that just came out. Um, the new one? Yeah, Death Metal. Dark Knight mm-hmm. Death Metal. With From the, the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty epic. Yeah, so... Um, good times. That also one of our favorite games. If you enjoy deck building games, um, DC is a wonderful one. I would check out DC Rebirth because there's a campaign to it, and that that was a um, it's a really cool kind of setup for it. So check that out. Uh, what else is going on? I don't think there's anything else that is springing to mind. Um, you guys have any announcements going on? He head shakes, really. head shakes, head shakes. Cool. Um, as always, check out Kez. She does wonderful art for us here on the stream. Uh, Kez, are you filled up on um, on commissions for the holiday season? I am not, but I've only got a couple of spaces left. So, all right. If they want one, where do they where do they go to find that for you? They can look me up on either Instagram, Facebook, or uh, Twitter at Critical Kez. Or if you don't want something custom, but you're looking for something quick because maybe you got to get something for somebody, which, you know, we got all those secret Santas and lots of birthdays coming up, mm-hmm. then you can just go straight on to Redbubble, also under Critical Kez, and just find something maybe for your favorite DM or your favorite paladin or your favorite goblin. Nice. Yeah. Um, and our store is up to date, too. And we're going to be doing another order of the sold-out Chaotic Adorable. Um, and... So that's going to be exciting. So I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Caitlin to uh, to design a whole alignment series of like 
lawful savage or uh, sexy evil or uh, <laughs> um, I don't I don't know what the other one is something it's good sexy sexy and, and frog, frog. Yeah. Where frog? Where frog? Exactly. Where frog? Where frog? Where frog? Um. So yeah, the, those are all fun things. Please check those out uh, if you have the opportunity. And thanks for joining us. Let's let's get into our adventure, shall? Oh yes, Eric, go. Sorry, I completely forgot. I did. I said this last time, and you all said I should say this every time. My fiance is doing a wonderful YouTube channel, uh, making uh, content for. Uh, music educators who are trying to find content in this wonderful time. It's called Ready Go Music. Make sure to stop on by, check it out. She just uh, got the ability to be monetized. Uh, she just mm-hmm. hit everything for that. 4,000 subscribers. So she is doing great. Uh, she's loving it. So definitely, if you got some music teachers who you know who might be looking for some content, throw them over there. Ready Go Music. Great, uh, great uh, content over there. That's phenomenal. Uh, congratulations to her on getting monetized on YouTube. That That's great. And yeah, please, guys, check her out. Uh, okay. Let's get into it, shall we? Uh, our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrot, a land bereft of gods, a land of myths and legends, where fate is written in blood. Our heroes are members of the Magnus Exploratorium on their way to the forge. Uh, they stopped off in Four Point Farms, um, tooled about there for a while. Good times were had, bad times were had also. And they explored an ancient underground um, biodome gene facility. I don't know. There's no good fantasy term for uh, freaky, freaky science magic. Um, but with 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 the with most of the threat, primarily the main threats, uh, seemingly put to rest. They have begun to. Um, to venture venture forth away from Four Point Finds further into the west. And you guys are officially making it across the map borders because I can only put so many hexes on a map at a, at a, at a time, so congratulations. Um, you guys had initially left, if I'm not mistaken, um, Apex... Then is champions. You were in exalted, um, so I think we are in to dusk. Yeah, because it because it and then it's dusk mask savages. Um, so we'll, we'll say it's it's you guys are leaving on the third of dusk from four points. I think that I think that covers it. The caravan uh, left before you about 10 days, uh, 10 or 11 days before that. So they have a bit of a head start on you guys, and you know that they are planning on um, venturing across the Great Grassland Plains that um, stretch between Four Point Farms and um, the Blood Gulch River. The Blood Gulch River is a large, uh, a, a massive river that um, stretches between north and south throughout most of Lickdrocht. 
Uh, it is a major thoroughfare for all the previous empires that, that have dominated Lickdrock, the most recent one being uh, the Hobgoblin Empire. Many of the roads that led to the east, east to west, um, have been destroyed uh, through, through a variety of reasons and purposes, or at the very least, they are poorly maintained. So traveling along these western plains is um, more difficult than, than the journeys that you guys have made thus far. Um, is there anything in particular you guys want to do before you set out from Four Points or anything um, you want to do in the early stages of, of the travel? Has, has Screebers uh, handed out all the the my necessary uh, reimbursement gold to the the farmers whose land has been devastated by kaiju coming out of the ground? Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> he, he, that has been taken care of. But you guys probably spent a day or two um, with him running around to, to to some different four points and making those allocations. Um, let's go ahead and say it is 100 gold worth of um, farmland and lost crops and, and reparations that you guys are making um, to to these farmers. And that also helps the people that were being attacked by Kruthix and um, Iron Cobras and, and Bronze Scouts and all of those sorts of things that, that had happened also before you guys. It, it, so, And that's, that's out of my personal goal. Okay, absolutely. Good to know. And then uh, if you guys want to, uh, we'll go ahead and say impartial payment for your heroics and the efforts that you made to protect Four Point Farms, you guys are resupplied uh, for for the journey for free, uh, traveling out of here. So no additional costs um, coming out. They are mostly farming com uh, communities. They don't have any any great wealth or magic or, or anything along those lines. Um, you guys did... <coughs> you guys were... Um, you got to keep the potions, whatever you got off of Burns' cart, although he does uh, retain his cart because it's his. And <laughs> um, but he, he doesn't make a big deal out of, out of the things that you guys took off of that. You, you worked for it. So. Um, so that stuff is absolutely yours. Um, yeah. So, you guys are setting out across the plains. Uh, you have... Um, are you traveling to Vloden Narvacht or Vloden Sravacht? That would be the um, northern watchtower or uh, of, of the Blood Gulch River or uh, the southern town of... Well, we're trying to get to Velxer's teeth, so I think we go south, yeah? But if you are going to uh, search for Olorun's sword Dawnbringer, then you want to go to Velxer's teeth, yes. Is that the plan? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, so I think we're going Vloden's Dravict. Okay. Sounds good. 
you guys set out to the southwest um, across the plains. Uh, they are vast flatlands. Um, occasionally a hill or two, but they are uh, central Florida hills at best. Um, <laughs> I'm not even talking like the panhandle hills. Those are like a panhandle hill. You, you, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going uphill. Oh, look, I come downhill. No, no, no. I'm talking, I'm talking the, the, the will get drowned with rising seawater portion of hills, right? Um, and so the the sight lines are broad. They're easy to see. They, um, but the grasses are high. Um, there are plenty of times where there are things in the grass, hiding in the roads. Um, I would like one person to roll me a percentile, please. Everybody would have a percentile ready because those are going to be um, they're going to be something we dig into tonight because that's how I make a lot of my random determinations. Or stuff. Percentile! I'm ready. Yeah. I already got it rolled. Good. What you got? Six. A six? Okay. Absolutely. We're all gonna die. That's you're, amazing that you would roll divine intervention like that. You're you're <laughs> not gonna die. Um, what I'm gonna say is is probably the first time you encounter this is um, as you're traveling out from from Four Point Farms. Let's say it's you're probably right on the edge, maybe two days out of Four Points, and um, there are no roads. There are uh, there aren't really any like treaded paths, and uh, as you guys are riding, you have your three carts. Uh, who who do you guys suspect is driving the the first, second, and third cart? Talroth, Stitch, and um, maybe Sirak. Sure. Because it's Dexy. I, I did I did um, I did do fairly well when we were running for our lives from the Drakes. So I, 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 I will take I will take that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Sirak, since you are the one that is here, um, the other guys uh, are, are driving behind you. So Sirak, you're, you're driving that first cart. And um, I'd like you to make a handle animal check. Animal handling. Animal yes. handling. Beautiful. Uh, ten. A ten. Okay. Yes. Eight uh, plus two. Nicely done. Okay. So that um, that barely fails. And what what you're watching is that your your eyes are out over the horizon, right? You're watching the grasses sort of dance in the wind, the blowing of the breeze, and it, it's relatively temperate. To the you've entered into fall. Um, so it is uh, starting to cool off, but but not to a point that anything is chilled or anything like that. Um, and you hear the high-pitched neigh of your horse as it begins to catch its um, its hooves on on something, and and you watch the horse that is um, pulling the cart just take like a header. And you're, you try to, to, to hold on to him, 
and he ends up sort of tripping and and breaking that part of the wagon that like hitches that he hitches to um and all all the wagons sort of stop and your horse is is down on the ground struggling to to get up at the moment oh oh god ambrosius i wonder if he's okay um and i'll like hop down to kind of take a look at him and like rub the man being like it's okay but it's okay but also, let's see if what's wrong here, and see if I can okay. discern what happened, what he tripped over. Make a, um, make a. I'll take nature or medicine. Oh, you want to see what he what he tripped over? Yeah, like what what tripped him up? Sure. Um, I mean, we're making glue either way, but I just want to know what happened. So it's a so making an. Um, you don't need to make an investigation check, but what is your investigation uh, modifier? Yeah. Plus one. Plus one. That's fine. So it takes you a few, uh, you know, maybe a minute uh, or two as you start pulling away at some of the grass. And, and you can see that here in overgrown um, in the high grasses and, and in the weeds and partially like reclaimed by the earth, there is uh, an old cart. Um, looks like somebody that had been, you're not really sure. Um, you only have a one. With another ten minutes, you can probably dig it out and see like where it came from. But it looks like parts of a of a wagon. Um, it's flat. It's low to the ground. It's one of those things that, um, without the grass there, it probably would come up to a foot or two off the ground. They're not very high, um, but just not something you were expecting. And your your horse definitely didn't see it. Like yeah. they just clomped into it. <laughs> um, Clippity clopped right in. Um, oh, hey guys! Uh, looks like there's a a partially obscured wagon over here. And just start like removing like how? First of all, is this horse going to make it? Uh, a medicine or a nature check um, for veterinary skills. Uh, okay, medicine. Can I assist? Sure. Thank you for the assist. Uh, first one I rolled was a six. The second one was an 18, which gives me a dirty 20 on medicine. Nice. You you inspect the horse. Um, he It looks like his um, one of his front hooves is um, a little swollen, bruised, maybe sprained, but not broken. You don't feel any breaks in the legs. Uh, he probably can't pull a wagon for a day or two. Um, but there's no need to to put him down, um, and maybe with like some some concerted healing magics and a day of rest, he'll be a hundred percent. I was about to say, would I be able to? Uh, would uh, a spell of cure wounds do much for this boy? It it absolutely will will help. Yeah, and if you if you guys were to like use your spell slots for the throughout the day, cure wounding him every ten minutes or so. You probably keep the swelling down and um, and and be able to keep him pulling the wagon um, if you committed those those spell slots. Like a, I would say, a, a cure wounds an hour. Yes. So can it be me because I have I get my spell slots back in a short rest? Um. I do, I do yeah. Have, I mean. I to, yeah. There's, that's yeah. If you can, if you can cast cure wounds with your warlock spell slots, you could. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
That way you guys don't have to use him. Yeah, and so that we don't have to worry too much about him, I could literally just swap with him. (laughs) See, I'm glad you said that, Treasure, because I was kind of thinking that, but then I thought it'd be rude to say, and so I didn't say it, because I'm trying to be better about that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, it's perfectly fine. If anybody's following us, they're going to see two, they're going to see a set of four hooves and then two hooves, and it's going to be hysterical. <laughs> oh. Oluru, like, 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 taps, uh, uh, Oluru taps Tower off the shoulder. He's like, the ass is about the same size, too. I'm just gonna pull another coin out of my, out of my pouch and just get it ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna go look and see what messed up the horse <laughs> yeah uh sure so you guys dig in into the grass and, and it's overgrown um make a nature check five five um you think it's been this has probably been here for years. You don't know how long because you got a five on your nature check. Um but it's but it's been here for a long time. Um and and you're like you kinda look to the left and the right, and you think there's maybe a six percent chance that you would have led your horse directly into uh this particular cart. Um, as you <laughs> as you guys dig through and, and investigate it, I will say that there is a bit of an elvish make to it. Um, the wood is well designed. It is carved not just for function but for um, design and and stylings on the spokes of the wheels and the um, the walls of the wagons and things like that. Yes. Would I be able to try some kind of check, uh, see if it's like um, high elf or wood elf or what kind of elf? Mm-hmm. Yeah, make a make a history check. Fourteen. Okay. Um, you actually do recognize, uh, maybe not the exact nature of of this wagon. But you do recognize the the stylings of it. Um, it does have the the elvish mark uh, mark of making from Bacliff, um, which which you would know was a great elven wood elf city. Um, it's to the south of here. It, it is uh, about a generation or, or so ago. Um, the city was assaulted. Uh, laid siege to by by hobgoblins, and um, not many elves escaped, and, and the ones that did were were sort of dogged uh, across the continent uh, by by hobgoblins on the way. So so that gives you a bit of a timeline on this this card, or at least the style of it. Knowing that, I mean, would it be too much to try to figure out? if this cart was leaving or heading towards that city, or... Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, give me a survival check with disadvantage. Uh, 
dirty 20. Okay. The, so the direction it's faced is um, sort of catty-corner to both, but you suspect leaving. Um, just with, like, uh, there are signs of it having been burned. There are signs of um, nicks and notches and, and things like that. So it had a rough road, um, and, and it it kind of is pointed towards the east. So just a lot of what's going on with it is telling you that it was fleeing or leaving Buckley. Yeah, I'll just kind of, I'll just relay that to everybody and then just kind of look off to the distance, just kind of trying to map things out in my head. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. He does the old Christian, like, like look off into the distance, the <laughs> the Captain Charisma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I miss Christian. Oh. So... That is, that's about all there is for that. And you guys um, get your stuff together and between treasure and, and the horse and some cure wounds, um, you don't lose much time. Uh, it, you keep a sharper eye out for for the horses as you guys are moving. Um, the grasslands are, like I said, they're still pretty high. The grass stretches up to maybe two, three feet. So it can, it can obscure some things pretty low in it. Um, <clears throat> I'd like one of you to roll me a d6, please. Eric, it's your, it's your cart. Five. Okay, great. And uh, somebody else roll me a percentile. Do you want me to do it again, or... Ah, Treasure's got it. Better than a six. Better than a six. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. That's better than a six. That's seventy better than six. It's also the Fallout game that I've just bought, so it's perfect. Oh. It was meant to be. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you guys are are stretching out. It's been a few days. You've been keeping your watches um, up to date. You don't to run into much. Occasionally, um, wild coyotes or um, or prairie dogs, uh, you know, small canines and uh, predatory cats uh, sort of venture close to your um, close to your camp. But it's nothing that is inherently dangerous, especially not to you guys. Keeping a fire going and uh, and a little bit of vigilance goes goes a long way in um, in keeping you guys prepared, right? Um, a few days pass, and I'd like all of you to tell me what are your passive perceptions. Fifteen. Fifteen. Eleven. 18. 18 also. Okay. 11. 
No, stop it. Nobody cares. I mean, actually, that's relevant, but I mean, not to this. Stop it. Go away. News is important. Go vote. Uh. As you guys are moving down the road, um, Sorak, Deride, and Palroth, um, you notice the tracks of a um, of a wagon that has been traveling across the grasslands. You, you recognize them as wagon tracks. Um, you also recognize like some hoof prints. Um, up ahead, we're going to say about 200 feet, because the grass is is sort of been cut and trampled where where a path has been walked through. Pretty easy to see, but the one thing that that seems odd is that it does seem to just disappear. Um, they seem to stop uh, about. You're looking straight ahead, just to your left. Um, so like 10 o'clock, about 300 feet up. They just seem to to kind of end. Uh, are you guys seeing that? Yes. Well, I think it's more accurate what we're not seeing. Hmm. Do you want me to, uh, do you want me to fly up and maybe take a look from a higher vantage point? Can I do a, an active check to see if there's, um, like a magical barrier or something or sure. a, like a hallucinatory terrain, some nonsense. Mm -hmm. Give me, yeah. Make a perception check. Twenty-seven. Uh, you, nothing seems to be magic. Um, there does, there is something different about the grass that is in that area. It looks Slightly less, um, less green, less well fed, less less lively, um, and a little thinner in in that area. There's nothing that's magic, and so from from about 300 feet out, other than the fact that the grass is weird uh, right around there, uh, slightly less alive, and a little thinner. That, that's about all you can figure out without getting closer. Okay, I will share that. Hmm. Do you want me to, like, I can, like, fly over top of the weird grass area, and then I can, like, throw something down, maybe see if something reacts? Just gonna say, be careful. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm gonna fly up. And I'm going to grab one of the uh, bottles of uh, ant blood that mm -hmm. we have, the, Kuth the Kruthix blood. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start flying towards the uh, where the grass is. Okay, so you're flying closer. Um, we'll do this in 50-foot intervals because you fly about that speed. Um, yep. How high up are you going? Let's go 20 feet. 20 feet, okay. 20 feet yeah. from the ground. 
Um, so you go 50 feet, and you're at 250, 200. Uh, for the, well, for the first couple, I'd be dashing, too. That's fine. Okay. I'm, yeah. yeah, so a little faster. 100 feet. 200, 100. You get to about 100 feet. Um, at 100 feet in that angle, you, you, you've seen this grass. You definitely recognize the area. You would say there's a stretch of it that is about the width of a cart, cart and a half, maybe two. Um, where the grass, and it is maybe 20 feet long. Um, grass is a little thinner there. It's definitely thinner. And it does seem to be grayer. Um, the, the green looks less lively, maybe more painted or, or, or something like that, as far as green goes. You don't recognize any magical, uh, illusions or obtrusions is this just less magical and is it more is it a painted tarp um well there's definitely there's definitely grass on top of it but it might be some form of camouflage or tarp absolutely all right so um i will yeah i'll uh I'm gonna just uh I'm gonna lower my I'm gonna lower myself down to about ten feet off the ground mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna be like uh hello Hello anybody there Um <laughs> I'm gonna take a shower <laughs> <laughs> I'm covered in blood I need help make- Just start dousing myself with the truth is out Um make a persuasion check. Okay, that's a 17 with my minus one for persuasion. That's 16. Okay. Remember, kids, just because it's your dump step doesn't mean you can't try it. Sure. Um, there's a pause. And then you begin to hear um, metal. Uh, the subtle clanging of, of metal. You you recognize it. You've often heard it on Treasure or Olaroon. Um, sounds like heavy armor. Um, pe- people in heavy armor. And so about... How close did you get? Um... From the, I was probably so I came down. I'm ten feet in the air. I'm probably only ten, maybe fifteen feet away. I got pretty close. Okay, so there, so there is about yeah. So I'd say another maybe ten, fifteen feet from you. There is like a little. There's like a ramp exit of this, and and yeah, it is. It is a camouflage sort of tarp. The grass kind of rolls back, and um, you hear the lock and step footsteps of these. Um, Hobgoblins uh, in in heavy armor, um, shields, and and they they march out two by two. Um, the first two with with shields up, uh, swords at the ready, um, and the ones behind them with um, with javelins and crossbows uh, look like heavy crossbows. And shields on their backs, and 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 you guys now 
as these as they start to march out um, at a distance. You can see people just sort of appearing out of the grass, um, doing essentially the. Uh, I, look at me! I'm coming up the, uh, you know, uh, out of the grass, basically. But for real. But for real, they're they're, they're not just bending their knees. And there is at the very back of the line, um, in not only a position of prominence, but but clearly based on the uh, slight gold trim and the ribbons on his armor, the the fringe on his armor, there is a um, a leader. Of sorts, um, and he'll he'll cast his gaze back over to you, um, and who is this? Hi, I'm Sir Rock. What an introduction! Yeah, ha <laughs> pop. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're on our way to, uh, to the Blood Gulch River. Are you? And, uh, yeah! And, uh, as we were on our way, uh, we noticed some, uh, some tracks. Uh, and we were like, well, that's interesting. And then those tracks, uh, led to where, uh, you were. But then it was weird, because the tracks just kind of stopped. And I'm just gonna let you know, that is some fantastic... Fantastic camouflage. I'll give you a little hint, though. The grass is a little bit thinner. It kind of made it look weird, and that's kind of what we uh, we kind of like eyeballed on that. And it, uh, yeah. So we we're just like, I wonder what's going on over there. And lo and behold, it's friends. Oh no, he did not just do. Hey, look, we're friends now. I appreciate your candor. Tell me, are your friends as luxuriously armed as you are? Oh, here we go. And you can, you see his eyes cast um, to the blades of House Ill Rain that sit on your hips. I mean, if anything, they're, I wouldn't even call them my friends, really. I mean, they're they're just travel buddies. I I but mean, we are at friends. best, we're friends. Right. Yeah, but them, I'm just traveling with them. They barely have anything on them. Sirak, you need friends that can recognize your special value. Cool. What? You know what? <laughs> I'm just now realizing I said my name. I didn't even ask what yours was. So what's your name? Groko. 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 I like it. I like it. It rolls off the beak. Come inside, Sirak. Let's be friends. Ah, I love that idea. Um, but also, can I bring, like, the rest of them? Your acquaintances? No. We're not friends with them. We're not friends with yet. you. But what is a friend, what is an acquaintance but a friend you've only just barely met for a week? 
I'd say the difference between a friend and an acquaintance is... And he, he looks past you. About 300 feet. Ah! So this is one of those sorts of things. Doesn't have to be. Oh, but I think you want it to be. Come inside, sir. Okay. And I'm gonna step in. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to strategically stand. Uh, I'm only gonna go in ten feet. Okay. So so you you you. Uh, I drop my D twenty, and you fly uh, down towards the ramp. Um, you get ten feet down it underneath the the cover. You guys watch as Sirak disappears into the grass. Um, and as you look down there, Sirak, you can see there there is. It's not big. There's a wagon. There's a couple of horses. Um, a larger, like a larger breed of horse, and um, in the back looks like they have some some gear, um, armor and and arms and such such like that. And um, the the soldiers stay up there, and uh, Groko begins to make his way in behind you. Um, and gives you a, 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 a five-foot buffer sort of between you and him. And Zurak. Um, yes, Groko. I appreciate your willingness to participate in these friendly interactions. So, let's make our business brief but well known. You've come across our land. Your swords will make good payment. You know what else would make good payment? He waits. Payment. Such as Gold, silver, gems, heaps of payment that you can pluck from the very bags. So, let's talk like businessmen, Sirak says, leaning against the side of the wall. Okay. Um, Thus far, make a persuasion check for him. Nat one. Well, so so with my negative one, that's a zero. I rolled an actual zero. You rolled a three D&D. with a with a plus zero. So you know what? He still oh, wins. Oh, I was I was so able to beat him, and that's not the case. Yep, yep, yep. Um, no, Sirak, I don't, I don't think so. One doesn't come across blades finely made as that, unless they are either capable or have capable friends. So. Aha! I won't be risking my men's lives today when you can simply give me the blades and walk out of here with your feathers intact. 
So, if I'm getting this correct, it's either the blades, or you're gonna take them from me. Yes. I really don't think there's anything I can do in a situation like that. You've made a bargain that's a bit too, uh, bit too difficult for me to strike down. And Sirak will very slowly place hands, not, not like correctly as you would take to fight with the blades, but places hands on each of the pommels and unsheathes the blades and then cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. Uh, I would like you to flip for initiative. Nine. Should the rest of us flip or? Yeah, go ahead. It's going to take us, what, five turns of dashing to get over there? That's if we know something's wrong. It's going to take me three turns to get to you guys. Watch this. How many? You, you know what? We'll just go in order. Okay. So, um, everybody that is not Sorak. Go ahead and make me a perception check at disadvantage. Thirteen. Okay. Seventeen. Nice. That's a six. Okay. Um... There's nothing for you guys to perceive as being uh, off yet. Uh, although I'll say, Treasure and Zoride, your eyes are quite keenly uh, and Kyle ears Roth. are. No, Treasure rolled a 17, Tauroth had a 13. My bad, I thought and you were going had with a 23. My, that's my apologies. No, you're good. It's all good. Yeah, the sun kind of reflected off Treasure's ass and it blinded me for a second. What can you do, right? <laughs> Um, audible distance. Normal noise. I found these very fun charts in here. Uh, so the normal conversation that they are having uh, can be heard up to about 50 feet away. You guys are at 300. However, when they start making loud noises, uh, it'll be audible up to 250 feet away. Uh, so but we are 300. You are 300. Well, we'll see. I'll roll again when they start fighting. Um, so we'll move through the initiative. Uh, Sirak, you are... What did you have? Uh, so what I did, um, I as I was holding the blades, I cast as a bonus action um, Zephyr Strike, which okay. is a ability of the blades mm -hmm. and I move like the wind until my spell ends and it's concentration up to a minute your movement does not provoke attacks of opportunity okay and I am going to just movement and dash mm -hmm. my way flying for a hundred feet moving just bursting like a bat out of hell out of there and like straight up and out okay and back towards everyone. And back towards everyone. 
So, you... Mm, you have 10 feet. Your speed's 100 feet? Uh, 50 feet when flying, yes. 50 feet when flying. So, with the dash, it is 100 feet. So, you get about 90... Call it 80 feet uh, once you get out of the tunnel and, and up and around. Um, 80 feet back towards him, you guys see Talroth burst up and out uh, of, of the thing and come flying back at you guys. Talroth, what card were you on? Sarak uh, was on Sirach. a 9. On a 9. So, we'll pick up at 9. Um, and then also, as he is flying through the air back towards you guys... Um, if you've ever seen the movie Rockadoodle, all you're going to hear is the Chanticleer Rockadoodle as he's like flying away. Okay. Uh, so all of you were above a nine. Is that correct? Okay. So um, on a five, the the hobgoblins, uh, the commander um, gives a shout in in hobgoblin, and um, the guys with the crossbows are going to um, are going to take some shots at you. So, uh, that is apologies, apologies, apologies. Um, it's going to be four people. And you're within their range. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And let's go ahead and do this. Um, 14 and 18 with a plus 5 to hit. So 19 and 23. Yes. And uh, the 8 is going to miss, but the 22 should hit also. And, yep. Um, and there it is. That's what I'm looking for. Yep, so that is 3D10. There we go. I have a bunch of those. That's why I did that. Sometimes I do things smart. Um, 19 points of piercing damage as uh, three crossbow bolts whiz into the air. You guys hear the the heavy snap of the um, strings rattling against the the bent bow and the the thunk of them flying out and them slamming into um, three of them slamming into Sorak. Uh New round. What a waste of a queen. Oh, I redraw the two. Uh, eight. Bad guys are on an eight. So. That gives us uh, Tauroth on the ace. So, Sorok's about how far away from us right now? Uh, 220 feet. Hey, Screebers, you might want to hide. No response. He's been gone. 
yeah, just got to make sure. I mean, yeah. maybe we caught it before he did this time. You never yeah. know. Yeah. I'm just going to kick my hood over, get a bow ready, and just wait. And just. Okay. <sighs> oh, boy. Okay. The, um... Uh, after Tauroth on the ace, it is the bad guys. Um, there are, I said there were eight plus the commander, right? Four plus the commander, I believe. You mm -hmm. said two walked down with shields, then two walked down with the heavy crossbows, and then the commander walked down. I apologize. So there were some more people behind them. They're, they're, they walked out like a, like an order. I just described okay. the first four. I apologize. Um, so so that's you saw those four. Two more guys come out with crossbows. The guys that have the um, shields and swords disappear back down and the commander comes out. So you guys can see four of four of them plus the commander. And um, he gives the order for them to reload and fire again. So same number of attacks, same target. Bring them on. Uh, 20 is the lower on those two, and, uh, natural one is gonna miss, and 16? Just hits. 16 Armored just 16. hits. So three, three hits with that. That is... 17 plus 6 for 23 points of piercing damage. Alright. Uh, and that is... Oh! Oh, no, no, that, yeah, no. They, never mind, doesn't matter. They have a thing, but it wouldn't have helped them at this point. Um, and you see the, they're not making any movements towards you at this point. Um, so, after the bad guys, it is Saride. How far is Sirak from me? 220 feet. Excuse me. Okay. Um, I'm trying to do some math here, which is so fun. Um, I'm going to move okay. 30 feet. Okay. okay. Are you jumping off the off whatever cart you're on? Yes. Okay. So you go you go wading through the grass. Yes, and then I will face step 30 feet. Okay, so you've traveled 60 feet. That puts you at uh, 160. 160? Yeah, 220 minus 60 is 160. Cool. I w can't move anymore. Uh, you can dash for an action. Um, and I've already bonus... You bonus action face step. Yeah, he's about to fall out of the sky. So I'm going to bonus that. Don't you shake your head and pish tosh me, you dipshit. Give me give me a minute. Give me a, give me one round. You get your look, I can't tell Saride what to do, but No, no you can't. So she's going <laughs> to bonus action dash to your stupid fluffy solo ass. <laughs> and she is maybe, pissed. Maybe okay. they were friendly. So you're, so you're I will maybe they are friendly you. Oh man! Oh. 
130 <laughs> feet uh, from from Sirak at this point. After 130? 130. Damn, that's 10 feet more than the longest spell I have. <laughs> um, okay. I'll be close soon. Sirak. Sirak is uh, uh, booking it. Uh, movement and action for another 100 feet. Uh, now within 30 feet of Sarai. Yeah. And uh, going to cast bonus action. When am I going to bonus action here? Um, bonus action. Uh, is that uh, how far? Yeah. Bonus action Misty Step. To get right next to where Saride is. Okay. You are you are now right next to Saride. Saride has traveled ninety feet from the carts, uh, and that is where where you are. Oh my God! I didn't. Sorry, I didn't do any of the um, concentration checks for holding up Zephyr. Zephyr strike. Okay. Uh, the first one was a nineteen. The second was a 13. Mm -hmm. They all have to beat 10. Nobody rolled more than uh, 10 points of damage. 20 points. All right. So that's that's the first barrage because that's 10 plus 2. So that first barrage holds up. Second barrage, 14. 8 plus 2 for 10. And 8 plus 2 for 10. Okay. So Zephyr Strike is still up. Okay. There you go. Uh, so Saride and Sorak are now 90 feet from the cart. Uh, 210 feet at, from the bad guys. Sorry. And I'm going to look at Saride just covered in, like, blood and tufts of feathers and everything. Go, they're not good. They're not nice people. Also, they're people. Okay. They're people. The things. Humanoids. Hobgoblins. Hobgoblins ain't people. Come on, man. So uh, they how far away from there? I can't get three hundred feet. At all. You you haven't moved at all. So yeah, three hundred uh, feet. So I'm just gonna use my action to dash as close to to Sorak uh, as I can when I see him just okay. covered in his own bird blood like a dummy. So you so you go dashing forward. You abandon the cart. Am I the last one there at the cart? No, so you're so the other three players will all stay on the cart. What I'm asking is, are you attempting to like drive the cart towards him, or are you going by yourself? Um, you know what? I think I will try to drive the cart closer okay. to him. So, so we will say that um, you can either drive Sorak's cart that because he was the driver on that, or you could have Fable drive the cart. Or you could take Thosin or um, Clever Stitch's cart, and I'll make um, checks for them. Yeah, I'll just I'll just take uh, Sorak's cart. Okay. And then, like, do the whole Okay. Are you proficient in land vehicles? I am not. Are you proficient in animal handling? I am not. All right. Make <laughs> make me a dexterity check. Oh God, this is a bad idea. It's a really bad idea. That's a seven. You're fine. Right now, you you realize like you yeah, and 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 they go, and you kind of jerk backwards. You're like, 
I did not expect it to work like that. So you understand the basics of driving a cart, but um, but if this gets hairy, that, that could be a problem. So you, you travel 30 feet with the cart and dash another 30 feet, 60 feet. So you are 30 feet from Sorokin's ride. Remember these numbers. And um, you are 240 feet from the bad guys. Okay. And uh, who's on the, who else is on the cart with me? I'll say Fable. Okay. Yeah. That way one of them it, it can always drive the cart. And that will essentially be what they are doing during this conflict. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, after... Olorun, treasure. Okay. Not exactly fast, but definitely got to get out there. Ugh. So I'm going to hop down on hoof mm-hmm. and, well, hoof it over there <laughs> as fast as I can, sword drawn. Okay. So you go 60 feet. You are 30 feet from Sorak and Saride. And 240 feet from the bad guys. And uh, there you go. Next round. Bad guys are on a nine. All right, all right. I see three, eight. Oh, okay. Olorun, what'd you flip? Oh, mine was a four. A four? All right, uh, Sorak, you're up first. I just realized I put it in the wrong chat. Uh, <laughs> it happens. Because I'm dumb. Olorun, Saride, and Treasure. Um, so... Sorak is going to cast a second level Cure Wounds on himself for 2d8 plus 2 because he hurt him. Okay. That is a 7 and a 6 for... um, uh, 13 plus 2 for 15. All right, that brings him up to half health. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, geez. Um, I'm going to hang on to that for now. Uh, have they? Have I been able to notice they haven't moved any closer, right? Not yet. And do I happen to have the knowledge from Rangerness of how far a um, large crossbow like that has a range? Uh, close range, 100 feet. Far range, maybe 240. Maybe 300. All right, I'm going to look at Saran and was like that's a lot of crossbows they have we probably should move back a little bit 
You don't want to be this close to crossbows. Those things... Oh, those things hurt. <clears throat> and I'm going to take... Um, my... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to move back 30 feet so I can be with um, Olaroon and... No, I'm not going to leave Sarai there. She just came up to save me. That would have been the worst. Fucking run, you coward! I will <laughs> die with my principles. <laughs> so 400 feet uh, is is the far range on on a heavy crossbow. Okay. So in that case, I am going to. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of stick with Sarai. I'm gonna, and then I'll use my action to sheath the Blades of Ill Rain. Okay. Uh, which drops um, Zephyr Strike and I'll okay. pull out my cross, I uh, pull out my bow and arrow. Okay. And uh, that's where I'm gonna end the turn for the moment. Okay. After Sarak's turn, is the bad guys um what's the first thing your parents teach you when you're a kid like the first thing like one of the first things your parents teach you when you don't talk to strangers oh yeah <laughs> look, who, look who came up with that oh i see what you're doing there my bad yeah uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you know what? I'm I'm starting to feel like y'all think this might be my fault. Uh, oh, uh, I feel like I feel like Sorak would 100 percent be the kid that was like they'd be like, "Hey, kid, you want some candy? You yeah, want, some, like, you want some death sticks? Candy? <laughs> Boy, do I? Boy, do I? <laughs> Boy, howdy, sir! I love candy. Maybe oh. it's fudge. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! All right, I'm sorry. I'm double checking something because I I found a stat at one point, and I know I gave it to you guys. Did I? I do any of you remember how many hit points your carts have? Oh, um, I can find. Hold on, cart. I had it written down. I think it's like twenty or twenty-four. I believe it's based on material. Object hit points. Large. Cart. Um, 27. You guys have resilient carts. Gave you the higher average. Okay. The grass, you notice, um, begins to... Well, it doesn't actually... You don't notice that first. Um, first, you see a cart with its own uh, pair of large horses um, burst out of the ramp. And the hobgoblins that had the crossbows jump onto the back of, of the wagon. Um, then another one comes up and uh, the other two crossbowmen jump into the back of the wagon with the with the commander, and they are going to ride. Um, 
his horse speed. 50 feet, 40 feet, 60 feet. Tell me. Yes, Warhorse. No, not Amphail. I don't need cities. I need a monster <laughs> stat. God damn it, D and D Beyond. <laughs> can't can't do that. No, what it Warhouse? No. Is this is this Final Fantasy Seven? Excuse me. I know. It's not there okay, oh. You guys think Warhorse is one word. Well the rest of the world doesn't think it's one word. So Sixty feet. So it's two horses pulling their carts. They can travel at normal speed. Um, the carts are loaded with two crossbowmen each. They have two carts, and um, as you look at the back of them, there is a ballista on each cart. Um, what did you get us into? These are the Mad Max Raiders of of the Grasslands. Um, yep. So. so um, there is uh, the warlord is going to take a shot at the cart that is closest, which is the one that Olarun is driving. Um, mm-hmm. AC of your cart is 15 because they are made of wood. The material determines their AC. Carts have more than I do, just wanted to say it. <laughs> And they have a, um, a plus six operating the ballista. Ballistas are slow to reload, though. So, here we go. Uh, that is a nine. So, as uh, Olorun, as you're driving towards him, Sorak and Sarai are there. The war carts burst up and out, and there is uh, a ballista that the, the war leader of this group turns and uh, you hear the massive sort of thunder crack as the the rope springs against it. This large, um, looks like a paint mixer kind of spiral, wicked kind of bolt goes whizzing past the cart and whizzing past the other cart and the other cart. And it's like, oh my God. Ah! Um, and they come, they come riding up 60 feet. So bad guys are now... I have to keep track of distances. Um, Bad guys have moved towards you guys 60 feet. We should put them within 160 feet. It's 150 feet from Surat's Ride, from SNS Music Factory. And (laughs) um, 100... No, no, no. So... You guys... It was 300... Minus 90, minus 60, 150. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. And everybody else that had moved 60 feet is 240. 220. 210. 210. 210 to everybody else. Yeah? No. 60 plus 60 is 120. 180. That's it. Got it. Okay. Math is hard. It's it's trains leaving at different times, moving at different <laughs> speeds. <laughs> Trying to figure out when they'll meet in Albuquerque. That that old math if problem. If they posed those math problems like this, I think I would have paid attention. 
I think it, this would have been far more engaging. So math teachers out there, do that. There you go. Use D&D. There it is. Okay. Uh, Talroth, quick question for you. You had stayed on the cart, correct? Yep. Okay. Just making sure. Making sure I knew where everybody was. All right. And it is Talroth's turn. So, Talroth, what would you like to do? Um, the crossbow people, they ready actions so that when somebody is within 100 feet, they can shoot without disadvantage. You know. So, right now... If I were to haul, like to move and dash my full seventy feet, I would get just past treasure, just mm-hmm. past all around. Would I be within sixty feet of Sorak and Sarai at that point? You would be twenty feet from Sorak and Sarai. Perfect. So as I am hauling all sorts of ass. I'm going to reach into the pouch and I'm so move bonus action dash okay. and I'm going to scream at them hide or scatter. I don't care which. And I'm going to activate the ever smoking bottle 60 foot radius of heavily obscured. Okay. Quick question. How like, does it say how tall a uh, 60 foot radius of, of ever smoking bottle goes trying to see if it's going to obscure the cart as well. It just says, uh, when you use an action from with a stopper, the cloud of smoke pours in a 60-foot radius. Cloud's area is heavily obscured. Each minute it's open, it increases by 10 feet. It doesn't specify, like, how tall. It just says 60-foot radius. So, so essentially, I, like, a dome. So, oh, 60-foot radius. I'll give you the dome. Sure. We'll say it, it goes up as well. So, yeah, you're, you obscure... Everybody, um, with the exception of the the carts, the two carts behind, and um, yeah, there you go. Uh, Tauroth after Tauroth, it is Olorun. Okay, so I can't reach this guy. I can't really do much of anything at this moment in time. And well, now, right now you can't see. Yep, I figured. Um, you are in a thick cloud of smoke. So I'm just going to be like, oh, for the love of God. Uh, and I'm just going to uh, take a running start off the cart. Okay. And bring out the wings. Okay. And then just start streaking in a straight line uh, towards the last person I saw. Like the last... Um, the last uh, individual that I saw in terms of the one of the carts. Okay. Uh, yeah. What is what's the total distance you travel? Uh, so that's only thirty feet because it, it's an action to to the bring out up. the wings okay. and uh, so it's just my movement. So um, with your wings, um, you can't really. I'll say you're heavily obscured, but you get close enough that um, Sorak and Saride can um, can see you. One, your wings okay. glow. And if I am not mistaken... Um, nope. I mean, uh, you guys are effectively blind, but we'll have you have the idea, right? Okay. You yeah. know each other well enough that, that you're at least close to 
each other. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so if, if if that's the case, I'm just going to be like, great job. This is, this is a great decision. Uh, everything is going terribly wrong. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, okay. After all around, who's up? Treasure, Saride. Saride and Treasure. Well, no, I think that was me because I was, I was on a four. I think I was last. No, they had threes. Flat. We had threes. Yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> um, treasure, you go. Um, okay, well, I know Talroth just blasted by me. I know that Sorok and Saride were still in front of me. I'd personally like to corral everybody okay. before trying to GTFO. Okay. So she is going to proceed forward, but with some caution, seeing if she can find at least the the people that she knows are right there. Okay. Roll me a D10. Ten. Okay. You go you go in that direction. Uh, you don't bump into Tauroth by accident, because you wouldn't have been able to see him. You don't bump into anybody, but you, you are you might be within 10 feet of of uh, Soroxoride and Olorum, you think. You're at least within speaking distance, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. The, the smoke obscures vision, but you can all still talk to each other. So. I just thought it would be funny if you rolled a one, two, three, or four, and just, like, barreled into... Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... She is going to try to ready in case something that is not one of them decides to get within hitting range of her. Absolutely. But, you know, trying to call to them to, okay, guys, let's let's reel it back in and GTFO. I don't know if we can handle those ballista. Okay. Saride? Okay, so I'm going to, yeah, call out. We're going back to the cards. I'm going to pull Sarat close, give him a kiss on the cheek, and say, for luck. And I'm going to cast Dimension Door to Thosin's cart. Okay. You cannot see where you are Dimension Dooring. I don't have to. Okay. It can be a place that I'm aware of. Okay, and it is within 500 feet. Yep. So, and I can take Sorak with me. Okay. You, um, yeah, you grab, you grab him, and um, the the tear in time and reality opens, and you step through the door, um, portal style, and and there, and you are on, um, we'll say next to the cart. I think it's weird if you teleport inside the cart. Maybe you'll fall on. Eh, go fit. You want to be inside or next to? Up to you. Next to, because if we're inside, we could take damage. So next to. Okay. Next to you go. Anything else to write? Bonus action, healing word on Sorok. Yeah. 
Um, how? I'll do third level. What level spell is Dimension Door? I believe that's third. Fourth. Fourth. That's the highest level spell you can cast, I believe. So I can't cast anything else then? No, I can't cast anything can't else cast then. Anything else. Um, ooh! Never mind, everyone's too far away. Never, then I'm just gonna hold Sirak close. Okay. But not so close that he can't get out and do something. Absolutely. Pull him to my bosom. Okay. There we go. <laughs> New, you just hear that. <laughs> new round. Go ahead and flip your cards up. All right. I believe it is Saride again. What so, were the bad guys on? Um, so none of you can see them. So you don't know what they're doing. Or when they're right. doing it. Well, good. I would like to cast third level healing word. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, I can touch him. He's right here now. Mm-hmm. Um, third level cure wounds on Sorak. Okay. And I'm going to inspire him. Okay. For whatever, because he's the only person I can see. Okay. So I'll. That's the eight temp. No, that's just inspiration. Oh, just inspiration die. Yeah. Cool. Hold on, let me roll your shit. I'm waiting. Nineteen. Hey. Those were sevens. I thought they were ones. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, nice. Tauroth. Alright. Use an action to close the bottle okay. to stop the smoke from going out. Okay. So the rest, whatever's out, will just naturally disperse. Mm-hmm. Um, I know everyone's around me, so I'm just going to call out, haul ass back, let's get out. And okay. I'm just going to pretty much reverse course and move in bonus action dash back to the cart by 70 feet. Okay. Um, roll me a d10. Ten. Ten. Yeah, you you run past with without running into anybody. Um, so, yeah, the the smoke of the bottle is still there. It does dissipate under the winds. The winds are moderate. They are they're not real strong right now. So the, the the smoke is still there. You think in a round it'll be lightly obscured and probably a round after that it'll be it'll be gone. So just just looking at its pervasiveness, but it doesn't immediately just go away. So letting you guys know. Uh, anything else, Talroth? Nope. I just wanted to just rush in, get everybody cover for a second yep. from those crossbows and then get my ass back out of there. Back okay. to the cards. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. After Tauroth is... Sirach. Um, can I... So I still can't see anything of the baddies, right? You can't, no. There's a there's a very large cloud of smoke that is sort of blowing away um, currently, but it is, it is very thick still. 
so so you can't make out anything, at least not by sight. Um, if you'd like to make a bonus action perception check to see if you hear them, uh, or or just let me rephrase, you can hear them, but you need to make the check to determine if you're trying to like hear that way or that way. Like it's it's takes effort. Okay, can I? In that case, I'm going to hop on to the top of the wagon, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ready uh, my attack mm-hmm. for when I can see them within 600 feet. Um, when I can, de- when I can determine directionality and that they are within 600 feet. Okay. And uh, save my attack for then. Okay, sounds good. Um, after Sirak. Is Olorun. Okay, so I'm still in the the smoking cloud. Yep. It is starting to get lighter, you can tell. Um, but it is still is still thick enough that you are effectively blind. Okay, I am gonna just try and head out to towards the direction it starts getting thinner as um, and like as soon as I get to the point where I emerge, I'm gonna stop my movement at that point, if that makes sense. You're, are you trying to go back towards the carts, or are you trying to go forward? Uh, at this point in time, I realize that if I went back towards the carts, I don't necessarily know where back towards the carts is. Okay. Because I'm in a giant thing, so I would... Ulrun would immediately just look for the closest exit. Tell you what, roll me a d12. Okay. That's a five. A five. Okay. So uh, you, you, you've kind of lost your orientation. Uh, you, you look around. You, you, you're like, I think it's that way. You take off flying in that direction. You travel 60 feet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless uh, I, I travel. If, if I pop out of the smoke early, I you stop my sure. at that point. You don't pop out within 30 feet, so you continue to press on. Yeah. It is getting thinner, but it, it's still to the point where it is um, it is uh, still pretty thick. I'll say that the wind has started to disperse it uh, as, you've, as you get to the end of 60 feet, and you can see the outline of two carts and, and people moving around uh, over there. Uh, and just by the voices, uh, you can tell that it's your friends. You, oh, thank God. Yeah, you 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 didn't go, like, straight back at them. You kind of went slightly off to the side, but but you're at least in that hemisphere. So. Um, yeah, and then, so since I can't really see anything, I'm just going to kind of end my turn there. Okay, treasure. All right, so I'm going to listen to where I heard Calroth mm-hmm. uh, call out okay. and just follow as fast as I can go. Sure, make a um, make a perception check. Not good. That was a 7. Okay, roll me a um, d6. That is a 1. Okay, you you hear uh, Talroth, you, you, you're kind of mm, you got a little lost in the smoke. You, you, you go and um, you get to an area where it's starting to be thinner. Um, and treasure, you you are um, you went towards your friends, but instead of being like 
10 degrees or 20 degrees off, you're like 30 degrees off. You're a little to the outside of, of, of Oleron, but you're heading in the right way. Um, Fable wheels the cart about and goes, I guess we're going back. And she'll yeehaw and, um, and begin to, to drive the cart in that direction. Uh, new round. Okay. Up top, Balroth. For the king, I believe. Yes? Yeah. Dalroth, the wind has started to pick up. Your um, your smoke from the ever-smoking bottle is now light, lightly obscured, so disadvantage on um, on uh, perception checks. So you can you're starting to now see like outlines of people through there. Um, it looks as though those carts tr- like came a little forward, but when they couldn't see, they started kind of like circling about. Um, you guys still have a fair bit of distance on them. Um, About how far away are they right now? Because I know, I know, getting specifics of oh, there's like five on this card and three on that one. That's not going to happen. But right. you said I can like the general shape of the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make a um, make perception checks at disadvantage because it is lightly obscured, and um, you might be able to rough up some distance. Okay, that was a 19. 19. Uh, yeah, you think they're in the 150-foot-ish range? All right, since my... It's like the round when I dropped the bottle, I had just hauled ass to get there. My movement would have brought me back to the carts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to hop in the cart, grab the reins, and just get ready to go as... Actually, no. Fable was already by Olaroon, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but he had abandoned that cart, so... Yeah, I'll try bringing the cart in to get to where Olaroon is and see if Treasure's around there too, because I'm not sure if I can find her just yet. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna grab, uh, let's say Thosin's cart, and or um, clever, grab Clever Stitch's cart, and uh, and begin to do that. Okay, sounds good. Um, Sirak, you had held an action to attack, and now with um, with the smoke dissipating, uh, you can um, see them enough to make an attack roll. They're within six hundred feet. All right, they're within 600? Yep. All right, um, and both the carts are being dragged by two horses? Yes. All right, I'm going to try to... Uh, I'm going to take two shots at one of the the horses carrying the uh, the uh, the general. Okay, let's do it. Commander. Mm-hmm. Is uh, there... How far away are they? 200 feet. All right, so disadvantage because yes. longbow is 150. Yep. All right, so that's going to be nine plus nine for 18. That'll hit. To hit. Yep. 
All right, so that's 1d8. That's 1 plus 4, so that's going to be 5 damage to the horse. Okay. Yeah, it, 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 it neighs and stumbles. It's still, it's still up. It's, it's not dead yet. I'll hit it again. Okay. God, I don't want to kill horses. Uh, that's six plus nine for 15. That'll hit. Just saying, better the horses than us right now. Well, I know, I just, the horses don't have any say in this. They're just horses, but it's the quickest way to stop those carts and slow mm-hmm. them down. Uh, that'll be seven plus four for a, uh, for 11 damage. Okay. Yeah, so the horse is not dead. It is bloodied, however, um, and it, and it's looking pretty rough. And you can see that the cart driver is um, is making checks. Um, they are trained for combat. These horses, um, mm-hmm. so they are um, they're you know sturdy as far as as far as horses go. Uh, but you can see him starting to like veer and and twist. So he he is effectively slowed. Yeah, and, and cool. it looks like the. It seems the risk of losing their horses is is enough to start to deter them a little bit. Um, yeah, okay. Tarak, that was your held action. And we have... Olorun. Well, that was my held action, so would we start at the beginning oh, with Oh, yeah, Tal-Roth? sorry, sorry. Yeah, Sirak. Yeah. Your turn. So, my bad. Talroth. First turn. Talroth did his turn. He did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was on cool. Talroth's turn that the smoke dissipated enough. I was using his Beautiful. turn yeah. for the smoke. That's why. Um, Your held action couldn't happen until his turn. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can uh, down that one horse, if that'll convince him to pull off the pursuit. Okay. So I'll attack the same horse. Same horse? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is a three and a thirteen. So that's going to be 3 plus 9 for 12. It hits. You would have to nat 1 to miss this horse. Oh, oh geez. Okay. It's an 11. Uh, it, if you have a plus 9, it takes a nat 1 for you to miss the horse. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be 8 damage to the horse. The, the Yeah, horse is unconscious. So All right. It, it stumbles, it falls. They, you know, one of the guys jumps off the cart to... Um, to tend to the horse, um, make your your next attack if you want to shoot the other horse, not the um, one, the other cart. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what I because I'm assuming with that horse going down, that cart's effectively stopped. Yeah. So I'll start fire. I'll start firing at one of the horses on the other cart. Okay, go for it. Uh, that'll be a fourteen plus nine, so that's going to hit. Mm-hmm. That's seven plus four for. Uh, for another 11 damage. Bloodied horse. Okay. Um, they're held action. They're going to shoot at uh, at Sorak. You're up on the tallest point, and you just you just took out their horse. Uh, they Fine. are at disadvantage. Um, I'm going to I'm going to bonus action cast etherealness on myself. Okay. As they go to shoot, I'll cast yeah. etherealness on myself. Okay. So I, I doubt they can hit you when you're under the effects of etherealness. They cannot. I can yeah. only be affected by things that are in the same ethereal plane as I am. 
Okay. Um, so a couple of couple of bolts go whizzing out at you guys. They're shooting at disadvantage, so so they're veering off. Their shots are not terribly effective. Um, those two attacks, one of them um, does sort of go like right through where you would have been, uh, Sorak. And you're like, oh. yeah, I would have done it. Um, <laughs> the other held action. Um, they're gonna take some shots at the cart and and miss. Uh, and again, at disadvantage and miss. And then the warlord is gonna make his uh, ballista shot at disadvantage. And a natural three is not gonna be enough to hit the fifteen of the cart. This goes one way. Uh, okay. Uh, after Sirak Olorun, okay. Tauroth has brought the cart within about ten feet of you. About ten feet of you and treasure. You guys are. He's kind of splitting the difference there. So, um, let's see. There's no one else I can see because there's still smoke. You can make a perception check at disadvantage. You're seeing shadows of people at this okay. point. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, see if I see anyone, which I probably won't. No, that's a six. You can um, so you can see the carts. Uh, you can see Tauroth. You can see um, you can see treasure. Um, the bad guy, like you can see the shadows of those carts, but you couldn't pinpoint one person, right? So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna land on the cart mm-hmm. as it's moving, yeah, and then just kind of like stand uh, and like wait to see, like in case some in case some some of them come into within striking distance so I can jump off and Got it. do the whole fly okay. off. Got it. Yeah. Um, that is it for Olorun. Treasure? All right. So I see the cart, I see Olorun, and I see Talroth. Correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, I'm sheathing a sword. There's not a whole lot more to do here. We just got to book it because... Those ballistas look nasty, and I know I'm tough, but I also know I'm not tough enough to take a couple of those ballista bolts. Sure. So just going to hop into the cart and wave to Olorun to get his feathery ass into this cart. Okay. <laughs> um, sounds good. Yeah, Olorun's on the cart. Treasure's on the cart. Um, next round. Flip them up. So, my guys are on a four. Um, if you guys are running, um, running, if you're leaving, you don't want to get shot at. There, there's, They can't pursue you. Their horses are, are injured. So, they'll be taking some shots at disadvantage this round to maybe try to hit your horse. But that's, that's it. Yes, tower off. Uh, the one thing I would like to do to try to help us with that is make sure that my cart's the last one going. I'll hand the reins to Stitch, get to the back, and pop the bottle open as we're moving so the smoke is like behind us, like a smoke screen. Okay. Um, all right. That, that makes sense. Uh, you, I'd say you probably have to hold that action looking at your at initiatives because what was your card? Nine. Sorry, Nine. That's it. okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, you you'd probably want to hold it, but um, 
Is there anything else that you guys would would really like to do um, besides make it out of here? Unconscious that other horse. Okay, go ahead and take the shot. Uh, seven plus nine. More than enough. Uh, full damage, eight plus four for twelve. Yep, unconscious. Beautiful, all right. Yeah, they, do, they don't have a lot of hit points. Um, they're going to make the, the attacks. They're already at disadvantage, um, being outside of range. So, And the horses have, I'm going to say, three-quarters cover because of the carts that are in the way. Um, so they're, they're just lobbing arrows at this point. Um, yeah, that's natural one, natural four, uh, a six plus... I'd say that, and I'll say um, one of your horses, the one that's in the back with uh, Clever Stitch, takes a a lucky um, a lucky crossbow bolt in the in the rump. Uh, so he, you know, right on the haunch, he he, you see the bolt sticking out and. He, he neighs and, and, you know, it kind of stumbles. It's not enough for him to... It's a flesh wound. Uh, it's um, eight points of damage of his 19. Uh, oh, well, it's not a war horse, but whatever. Um, he's still up, is the point. And you guys... And he is, he is able to move. And so you guys are... Oh, yeah. He's got... Dude's got five hit points left. He's fine. Um, you guys do escape. You you escape up and out of out of the wilds of grasslands. Uh, I'm. Let's take a break. Uh, nicely done. We'll regroup and then uh, we'll be back in about ten minutes. And thanks for hanging out with us. We're gonna see what what madness these guys get into <laughs> in just a minute. But until then. Uh, stay tuned. Good evening and welcome back, everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Oh, playing Olerun Dawnseeker, the ASMR Warlock Paladin. I'm Megan, playing Stride Landir, the Eladrin Glamour Bard. I'm Eric, and I'm playing Serac, the Arakakra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. This is Miles. I'm playing Top Roth Oakenblade, the Living Smoke Bomb. I mean, <clears throat> Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Glitter Hoof, a Tiefling Fighter. All right. So just before we left off, you guys had escaped a um, a small band of roving. Well, they weren't roving. They were in their home, but of Hobgoblin um, raiders uh, with with war carts um, or just normal carts with a ballista on back. We don't know. They, they were doing their own thing. Um, but you guys you guys did escape. You're, you're the, seemingly the only real damage that happened was a um, one of your horses uh, took a a thunka-thunka in the donka-donka to Put it appropriately. So, is there anything specific you guys would like to do 
uh, on the eve after heal your the escape. horse. Heal the horse. Heal, heal, heal. <laughs> okay. I, I was like, I did. I thought, I thought I made it clear it wasn't that big of an issue, but I guess if you want to kill it, kill it now. We already know our harvests. Am I taking over for the horse again while you do something about its behind? <laughs> it's, it's resting for the night. It's not the same horse, thankfully, and uh, and no, you guys don't need to uh, don't need to take over for for the horse. It's still able to move, um, you know, relatively well, pretty well. So that is that is not a problem. Um, We're just gonna draw a cutie mark where that scar is now. Just draw hearts on it. <laughs> sure. A bolt. It has to be a bolt and a ballista. Oh, little bullseye, bolt, ballista. There we go. <laughs> yes, bullseye. His name is bullseye. We're we're literally like treasures as we're driving. Just gonna draw on this poor horse. <laughs> well, that's what it gets for surviving, right? Wow, <laughs> that's a twenty twenty mood right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's you get that's you get for living through this nightmare. You didn't die, so... You How'd know. Amy Barrett go it? Yeah. Um, Alright, guys. So, you take your your long rest. You take your watches and breaks. Um, the winds and weather through the night is... At night is beginning to get cooler. Nothing that is uncomfortable, but you're starting to appreciate the opportunities you had to um, buy old weather clothing and um, things like that. And, and it's it's a sign of the change in the weather that, in the days that are coming. Um, the night passes seemingly without incident and the days uh begin to get shorter. I'd like one of you to make me a survival check. I can do it. Okay. I got a plus five, so... Alright, I mean, I've got plus four, so if you want to do it, you can. I have a plus eight. I got a nineteen. You know what? Maybe maybe as an idea, we should let Tower off take yeah, care of this. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Okay. You know... Sometimes you just need to step aside and let someone else take the spot. Exactly. You don't need to be the center of attention. I know. I know. You know, everyone has their has their things. Cool. As you guys are, um, even after your harrowing experience with the with the war carts and um, and things of that nature, you are on track uh, for to continue to travel uh, to. Lodens Vracht. And it is... Uh, sorry, I'm adding up the days now. Mm, from there to four points is about 14... Times one point five is uh, is about 
three weeks. Three weeks travel. And you guys have gone through, let's say about two weeks on the road. Um, can I ask, while we're traveling, if we were learning a skill or a language, can we count that off? Yeah, you guys can, can commit two weeks of downtime as you travel to uh, two different events. Yeah, if you have anything that you're working on, you absolutely, absolutely can do that. Um, yes. Yeah. No, because I was just wondering, uh, is there a way I could like work with uh, Saride and learning how to lie to people. Uh, so adventuring skills. Uh, <laughs> or is it just like general proficiencies? So you can study languages and tool proficiencies. Those are the okay. Those are the skills that you can pick up from um, from training as like a downtime activity. The adventuring skills you need to either multiclass into or take a. Um, take a feat for. Okay. So. Um, can I uh, can I try and learn Infernal then? Yeah, you can. Oh, who is who in the party speaks Infernal that can teach it to you? I think is that okay? There you go. So what do you think? Oh, looking for some one-on-one tutoring, are we? I hate you all. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's what I'm doing with those in an orc. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> There are jokes to be made that I'm avoiding. So what did you have, Talrath? I'm just going to keep going, learning, just playing uh, playing cards and stuff to figure out that Fate Shifter deck Mm -hmm. whenever Treasure isn't teaching Olaroon how to speak backwards Celestial. And how um, have you kept track of how many weeks that you have put through that? How many is that? I was at five weeks before, Mm -hmm. and now with the two weeks, that puts me at seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Okay, thank you. Uh, Sorak, Sarai, is there anything you guys are working on? Orc. I'm, I've got yep. two more weeks. Okay. Uh, Sorak? Yeah, um, I'm going to learn... Uh, I'm going to start uh, trying to learn uh, land vehicles. Land vehicles. Okay. Proficient in that. Is anyone in your party proficient that can teach it to you? Um, I think I think stitches actually. Fighters, so I think. Well, stitches Because stitch is a is a mercenary vet background, right, or something like that. No, he came from a vet. Very different. I think if anyone if yeah. anyone has land vehicle proficiency, it's stitch. Yeah. Well, then Sylvester can teach Tweety how to drive a car. <laughs> that's that's why we play D. First the Animaniacs reboot. Now this. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You son of a bitch! You did it. Uh, all right. So one last week to go. Um, who wants to roll me a percentile? Go for it. So that's two weeks of learning we're doing? Yeah, you, you've done two. Out of how many that I need to? Uh, it's ten minus your intelligence modifier. Thank you. Twenty. Nine. Twenty. Okay. That's 
see what we got here. Roll me a D8. Seven! Okay. Okay. As you begin to near, uh, you're, say, a couple of days uh, out from the city of Vlodensravit. And it is nighttime. Um, you guys are have set up your watches and are and are taking them accordingly. The days have been um, not as harrowing. You you've been keeping an eye out. You've uh, been able to spot any other little raider bases or or things like what you've run into. Uh, you've avoided tracks and and kept your eyes peeled for. Um, you know, anything growing in the grass. The grass has gotten thinner and is uh, and has begun to frost over and die a little bit at night. And, and so it's not quite the changing of the leaves yet, but, you know, you guys are getting late into uh, dusk, right? So in the E, you... feel, uh, we're going to say in the early, I actually don't know enough about this, but we'll say that it is seven o'clock at night. You, the night has sort of fallen. Um, there's maybe a little bit of light just over the horizon, still casting its way across the lands. I would like all of you to make me perception checks. Eighteen, baby. Thirteen. Twenty-one. Fifteen. Okay. Um. So you all feel this. The three of you that. You all, as you're settling in for your night, maybe you're having your meal, a little bit of fire, um, some sort of pot, uh, screebers cooking over it, baking something. Who knows? He's, he's doing a wonderful job. Um, you see the flames dancing in your fire, and they begin to tremor. Just, just a little bit, to tremble. Uh, and you, you sort of seems odd, and then you you can feel it underneath your feet, and it, those of you sitting on the ground or on a stool or something like that, you can feel just these heavy sort of uh, shaking vibration to the ground. Um, It is dark, so uh, 
initially it, it sort of doesn't catch your your attention. But you look um, you look to the side in the direction of the of the Blood Gulch River. And there are just on the outskirts of your vision these massive moving sort of lumbering hills that are clumped together uh, sort of traveling in a line to to the west I cast primeval awareness okay and what does that uh, give you the awareness of? Uh, I, to sense, uh, I can expend one ranger spell slot uh, to sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within one mile or within up to six, uh, six miles if in favorite terrain, but we're not. Okay. Uh... There is nothing of, of that sort within within that range. Okay. Okay. I mean, but these things are a mile away, right? Oh, they're, they're within the range, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they're, okay. prob they're that, probably yeah. 500 feet away, and even at this distance, you can tell they're big. These things are yeah. really big. I was just wondering if, like, they were elemental somethings. Nothing elemental? Nope. nope. Um, so. Can I try some kind of nature check to figure out what they are? Yeah, absolutely. Is there, like, have we ever heard of, of, about this in the history of, you know, the, um... You can make a history check, see if something comes to mind. I'd say make it with disadvantage, because it's... Well... Mm, yeah, disadvantage. History's not not really the right skill for this, but it, it might apply. What'd you get, Talra? A 23 on nature. 23 on nature. Okay. So, um, you, being from the continent, and, and of an elf, and, and of a wooden elf variety, uh, you do... You're, you're sort of like, I, huh, really? Is that, is that what I think it is? And you kind of peel your eyes in the dark light and they, they're at a distance. So they're beyond your, your dark vision. Um, there's a little bit of light still casting across them, but, but the heavy trembling. And you realize that these are probably um, some form of, of elephant. Um Maybe even like a, a a large herd of um, of more temperate elephants, and you you know that they're probably they're probably migrating towards the Blood Gulch River, and then they'll follow the river south uh, as as winter comes. They'll they'll head towards the warmer uh, climates. As I'm remembering all that, would would that remind me of like four hooves of thunder or anything like that? 
Hmm. Make a... Make an intelligence check. Olarun, what'd you roll? Uh, I rolled a 14. A 14. So, um, you do remember that, that elephants uh, are not as common on this continent anymore. Most of them were thought to be hunted to extinction, um, either by uh, early hobgoblin tribes or, um, or orc, old orc, uh, ancient orc tribes would try to capture them or um, war mounts. Uh, some goblin nations have used them. So they, a, a herd of elephants is actually very rare on, in, on this continent, but there apparently are still, are still enough of them to, to have a herd. Um, oh. What did you roll, Talroth? That was an 11 on intelligence. Um, the thunder part is there, but you don't know that elephants necessarily have hooves. You think they have like toenails, so it maybe maybe it. I mean, if you miss the chance to check it out, you might kick yourself later. But at the same time, it it you're just checking for safety, really. Yeah, dotting all the T's, crossing all the I's, all that. Exactly. Exactly. What would you guys like to do? They're they're not coming anywhere near us, are they? Mm, they're not heading in your direction, no. Do they look like they're moving quickly, like really fast? No. Or they, okay. Nope. I should probably say they're like maybe 150 feet away. 500 feet is too far for the ground to be rumbling if they're not like marching. Have I seen or known of any elephants in Jalen? Would this um, be the first time I've ever seen them? Roll me a percentile. You have heard of elephants. Coming from Jalen, you have absolutely heard of elephants. You're going to roll to see if you've ever seen one. Seven. Seven. I'm going to say no. <laughs> you you have heard of elephants. <laughs> You um, you have seen pictures of elephants. You have seen element byproducts. You've seen element bones and tusks and and all of those sorts of things. You have never seen a live elephant. The city of Bridges is not the right place for elephants to be kept, unfortunately. So. I mean, fair. But. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the the herd seems to be passing you by. Um, they'll probably pass throughout the night. And if you guys don't have any further interest in them, then off they will go. Yeah, no, Treasure's just gonna, like, admire them from a distance. Obviously, leave them alone. You don't want to mess with something that big, necessarily. Right. But if this is the first time she's seen one, yeah, no, she's gonna admire those things from a distance. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Talroth will just be sitting on top of the cart, just kind of fiddling with the deck of cards, just kind of watching them pass. Okay. Sounds good. They go, they go by, um, 30 minutes, an hour, maybe. 
Um, you, as you guys try to take account of them, it's a pretty large herd. Looks like it's about 40 of them. Um, not the biggest herd. They can get up to 100 or so. Or as small as like an 8, 6, 8, half dozen. But, uh, but yeah, the elephants go marching by. The next day, you can see the ground has been has been thoroughly trampled. Um, you guys wake up in the morning and and go through your things. It's the last day's travel before you make it to uh, to the town. Is there anything you guys would like to do before arriving? Um. I think uh, I would just kind of turn to everyone and I'll be like, I know why we're going in this direction. And I just want to say thank you. I definitely don't think I could have done this by myself or any part of this by myself. So um, I guess when we get to the town, I guess we start asking as many questions about rumors of a sword in the mountains as much as possible. Does that sound like a decent plan? Uh, I'm thinking maybe not asking about uh, about no sword specifically. Maybe start kind of lying, see if there's any rumors. Just kind of go from there because... I don't know, if we're asking about weapons off the bat, that might make us a little suspicious-like. Just ask about any stories about the mountain? Yeah, stories, rumors. Mm -hmm. Alright. Well, you guys ready? The question is, are you ready? Oh, no, I'm no. Not by any stretch of the imagination. So, let's say we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You guys approach the town of Lodens Ravet from the northeast, traveling to the southwest. The first thing you can see are great spires stretch into the sky seem to be made of bone and metal um, bone reinforced with metal almost as though the cracks were were laced with with steel or iron any number of other precious metals they look like sort of like elephant tusks but massive um, the size of buildings and you realize that those are the uprights um, for the bridge. The bridge that crosses the Blood Gulch River. Blood Gulch River is a very long river, very wide river. And it is, as you can see on, on approach, a, a massive sort of suspension style bridge with some uh, posts going down into the dirt and stretching up, and then the the interbetweens um, having tables and ropes and um, other sort of magical bindings holding it in place. 
it is uh, inspiring, for sure. Uh, it is, while it, while it may seem a little primitive, perhaps at a glance, there, this is a feat of, of magical and scientific engineering. And Vlodrens Ravet, he sits in the shadow of this bridge. There is a bustling uh, town, a city, uh, between you and, and the crossing of the bridge. Most people come here. It's a place of trade. It is a place where old races uh, of Lickdrakt gather together. The Blood Gulch River has been, as you all know, uh, I'm going to just make some history checks for you and give you some assumed uh, knowledge here. Um, the Blood Gulch River is a lifeblood of the central uh, dynasties. Any any civilization that has dominated Lickdrakt, uh, whether in the north, which was most recently the Hobgoblins, and then um, about a thousand years before that, uh, orcs um, were, were primarily in control, or whether it was the ancient... Uh, Serpentine peoples of the southern lands, of the south, and the swamps, and the and the um, the Wanti, um, or any of the other civilized races that have had carved out nations at different point, whether that be be the elves or the dwarves or, or different individuals such as such as any of them. Um, the Blood Gulch River is extremely important. And in its early history, it was often fought over, hence the name. Many battles have been fought on it and across it um, with enough dead that would die the river. Vlodensravit is the southern uh, town of the two great bridges that were here. They were built by, um, this one was built by ancient Yuan-Ti and has been kept up by a stewardship of goblinoids uh, over the past 3,000 years or so. Uh, it is a rough town. It is a town of um, culture. It is a town of art. It is a town of trade. Uh, but it is a town of um, of this is the separation between east and west right this is a um, what is that in our world St. Louis that feels odd never mind gateway to the west big weird yeah. arch thing yeah. yeah yeah so what is that um, pasta with chili on it is, is that a Oh, that's, that's, that's Cincinnati. 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 That's Cincinnati, Ohio. Skyline, Skyline chili, man. Yeah. With mm -hmm. cinnamon, so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not chili, but right. whatever yeah. it is, it's really good. <laughs> Real chili doesn't have beans. What you say about beans? Beans are just <laughs> soggy nuts. What you say about nuts? Sorry. <laughs> Seriously, if you put it on spaghetti, it's not chili. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, 
Vloden Travakt is is out before you. Uh, it is sort of like the trading town you guys had faced um, back east, but it is more established. These are not uh, huts or tents. These are not temporary homes of any kind. These homes are are built uh, with wood and brick and stone gathered from from the area. Um, the older parts of the town are the ones that are closest to the bridge, and then it sort of has built out from there. And the oldest portions are the the streets that run down the thoroughfare. A lot of these buildings, as you're coming up on them, the old ones are brick and stone. They are two-story, maybe three at the most. Uh, most of them are pretty short. There are no skyscrapers or anything very tall. So from wherever you're at in the city, you can always see the general direction of the bridge. You may not be able to see the base of it, but you can always see where, where those um, where those bridge uprights are. Very easy. Down this central thoroughfare, the city is busy, it's bustling, and it is full of, of marketers. And each of the buildings has, if they don't have some form of statue relief, carved into the stone that makes up and supports the building. Then they have some form of like graffiti or paint or or heraldry on on each of these buildings. And uh, you can you can tell there is at least a format to it. These buildings are the oldest in uh, in Sravikt, and these buildings are the um, you would the the landed ancestral homes of of families that have lived and stayed here for for a long time. There's a few marketplaces, um, and uh, but that's your initial impression of it. Where, what would you guys like to to do or explore or look for um, first? Um, I know for me, I'd probably try and find the closest kind of like inner tavern okay I'd probably go with Olorun on that just because at least that'll help us set up lodging stables things like that I'm looking for a weaponsmith okay um so do you guys want to... The, the city is sort of separated out into districts. Um, do you want to get like into the heart of it? Do you want to go near the bridge side? Do you want to try to stick to what are more traveler quarters? Or are you looking to uh, explore parts of the city that are more established? Just give me like a, like a broad idea here. Uh, I think honestly, as of right now, we probably want to stay more towards the Traveler's Quarters for okay. me. Yeah. So, Traveler's Quarters are are just on the outside of, like, that main thoroughfare road, and because um, that's where most people you know, the main road, but it is um, just to the north side. Uh, north side is a little more Traveler, right? South side is more locals. And um, you guys do start um do start looking around there. So first up, we were looking for an inn. 
did I do I get that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So. No. Wrong button. My bad. Um. So yes, you do find an inn. Um. That is named. Uh, Gaffrench. Gaffrench is whole. Oh, his hole. His hole. It's H O L. Um, and you can see on the sign that there was probably a D on the sign, um, but somebody like took it out and put an E over it. So, you know what? Olorun's going to be like, I'm going to catch hepatitis in this place, aren't I? Treasure's going to mess with Olorun just a little and be like, Olorun, I had no idea this was the kind of tavern we were no, looking for. No, 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 it's not what I'm... What is happening? Um, You know what? Uh, I don't know how I feel about staying in this place. You, you can look for another place. That's the first place you come across. Uh, what does it look Where's like there? in terms of, like, does it look run down... So it doesn't no it doesn't it doesn't necessarily look run down. I will say that the they have a large stable on the back um just off to the side and and that was the first thing that you kind of saw. Um it is uh it is like a barn stable so there are actually like fully indoors um for for any of your horses. There are carts and wagons that are that are parked uh around there. Um there's a little bit of like a like a hillside that it kind of butts up against. Um, it sounds like it is rowdy. Um, the construction of it is stone with a few add-ons that have been made in wood. Um, the wood add-ons look older, um, but not, not run down. None of them are, there's no like rot or, or termite damage or, or anything like that that you can, that you can see. Um... Is it um, is it nice? No, but is it um, is it seedy? No, not not really. It's a place that does a lot of high volume business, a lot of okay. a lot of quick turnover, and it's anything that's in disrepair. Looks like it's in disrepair just because people are on it all the time. Like you, when you look at the wooden steps that lead up to the door, there is clearly a central portion. That is raw wood like now, yeah. unpainted, and um, and just a little thinner, right? It's not splintering, it's not broken, it's not anything like that. But it's but it's clear that man, people people walk up and down these steps all the time. So, so the hole's getting a lot of business. The hole oh, is seeing no, yeah, Gaffrin's hold is seeing a lot of business. I hate you. I'm sorry, you said Gaffrin. Yeah. Okay, because you said it immediately, and then I didn't hear it for a while, and I was like, "Is that Gavrosh, Gavr?" And I'm like, "I'm going immediately like to the wrong place here." So Gavr, thank you. Um. So I, then I'll I'll just be like, "Well, I'll take a deep breath. I hear the noise inside, and I just kind of try and soldier on." Okay. <laughs> Treasure's coming up behind him with her imaginary popcorn and ready to see what happens. 
Okay. Um, sounds, sounds good. Um, so, as you make your way into uh, Gaffron's Hold, you... I didn't realize there was going to be this much of a problem. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, the place is the place is pretty busy. Um, the straight across from you, there is a um, a large wide bar uh, that stretches almost the entirety of the back back wall. There are two staircases that lead up and look like they have lines of rooms upstairs, and uh, there is the poorest excuse of like a bardic stage. Uh, off on on the left corner on the the door wall side. Looks like this place doesn't do a lot of entertainment, um, but but it's there in case somebody feel feels the urge. Uh, you can see that there are a couple of like stringed instruments, ukulele, sitars, lutes, flute, whatever those sort of old timey guitars, and a banjo. Yeah. Um, there are some serving uh, serving boys and girls, uh, men and women, making their way around, uh, handing out drinks and food. Uh, you can smell the... What the rock is cooking? Sorry, I had to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly seems to be pork. A lot of, a lot of pork and pig dishes being served. I'm here for that. That's 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 down south barbecue. Thank you very much. Um, is are there like a lot of people? It is. Um, mm, let's see. So it is about three o'clock. You're. It's not the lunch rush, so you can walk through. But I would say about seventy percent of the tables have somebody at them. There are some empty tables. But it's not like packed. It's not standing room only. You know okay. what I mean? So I don't have to like pick and go like ooh. Yeah, no, no, no. So you, you, you maybe you maybe have to like scoot past one person. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I'll also I'll I'll turn to treasure. And be like, do you want to find us a seat? And I'll go talk to the innkeeper person, individual. Uh, sure. Bar or table. Uh, let's go with the table. Just in case everyone else gets here. She nods and she's going to split off to see if she can find a table where the whole group can sit at. Good. Okay. Uh, um, then I'll, uh, I'll head to the, the bar and mm-hmm. just be like, um, hi, uh, I have a, a, a group that's looking for uh, some lodging for the night, if, if that's possible. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I'm I'm sorry, you're gonna have to speak up a little bit. Because actually, oh. Cole, you're kinda quiet for me. Am I okay, sorry. Um but yeah, I'll be like, um, yeah, if if I could if I could get a um if I get a room for let's see, uh and I'll count out however many of us there are. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I think. Nine ten. Nine ten. Did yeah. you count Screepers and oh, Raven? Raven. Yeah. And Burns. And Bur- no, Burns didn't go with no. you. No. Yeah, Burns didn't go with you. Oh, didn't? No. No. Never mind. Uh, so there's 10 of us. Uh, yep. Yeah, so it'll be like, um, for uh, 10 people, I think see, okay. everyone shares a room, five five rooms. 
Mm-hmm. So five five rooms. Yeah, we can we can set you up with five rooms. Uh, how long are you planning on staying for? Um, that 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 really depends. Uh, probably just the night. But I did have a, f- a few questions if if that's okay as well. Sure. Yeah. What, what's uh, on your mind? Um. Sorry. My name. Uh. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm rude. My name's Olerun. What's What's yours? Blathed. Blad, 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 blathed. Well, yeah, we try to say it all at once. Okay, but... no, I'm just trying to make sure I say, I say it correctly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, sir. Man. Fine, that's all right. Uh, yeah, it, so, uh, it's a, so it's a human gentleman. He okay. looks to be <laughs> maybe a little older than Olerun, mid-20s maybe. Um, okay. He's got long brown hair. It's uh, pulled up. In uh, in two ponytails, one high and one um, one low. Um, he's got sort of striking brown eyes, uh, slightly tan skin, but you think that's more from being in the sun than perhaps um, birth. Um, yeah, dress dress relatively well. Uh, white shirt, leather brown leather vest, sort of matches his hair. Um, he's cleaning the glasses as you're, as you're talking to him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Blathed. That's, that's it. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm Olerun, uh, as I said before. Um, but, uh, me, my friends and I, we've, we've heard some, some stories about the mountain to the Southwest. Oh, Veltzer's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. There's a lot of stories about Vexer's teeth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I know you probably get like adventuring types in here all the time, kind of headed over there. I would assume. Yeah, there's a season for it, but not many adventurers make it out till the Vexers these days. Uh, had a couple of bad expeditions. You know, a lot of people stopped coming back. So there's uh, there's not many that. Uh, would jump into that, but well, uh, but yeah, I think there's a there's a couple around that might have done it back in the day. What what happened to them? If you don't mind me me asking, a lot of people don't know. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. People leave here, they gather up some soldiers, uh, some adventurers, some kids looking to make a couple of coins or whatever it may be. <clears throat> head into Velxers. Uh Some of them used to come back with riches and treasure, and uh, it's uh, got a pretty good rep for uh, for some ancient art and coin and just ore. And uh, I don't know. When I was a kid, people just sort of stopped going there, stopped coming back, too. I think the stop coming back happened first, but you never know. You know, people say that they're gonna they're gonna head west and break the mountain range, and and uh, they never come back. So, you know, if they don't come back, people just say, "Oh, well, they don't come back because it's haunted, or they're dead, or you know, like who knows what really happens to anybody that." Uh, and goes and makes a new life for themselves. I mean, there could be a... And he, he sort of daydreams off for a moment. It's like, I, there could be like some weird 
sexy conclave of adventurers that are like, yeah, we found it. Or, or they could all be lying in a, in a ditch, just, um, rotting. So I don't know, but, um, yeah. <clears throat> let's see. There's, I think, and he sort of looks at, he casts his eyes past you, then kind of leans, leans around to one side. Uh, there's an old guy who comes in sometimes when he's a little, little down on his luck. I haven't seen him in a couple of days. Uh, awful. Awful? Uh, awful. Uh, yeah, Apple? it's A-F-F-A-L. A-H-L, maybe. Yeah. That's an unfortunate name. Well, you know, he's, he, he played into it. Uh, he's, Ooh, awful the so awful. he's kind of unpleasant? Oh. Actually, actually, he's a really nice guy, but... Really? Yeah. That's always nice. Well, the thing is, he, um, he, he used to have this... He's old now. He's old, so they call him awful just because he's, you know... You know what happens when you get old? You just get kind of eh, crotchety. Is, yeah, I mean, there's some people who said I'm kind of like that already, but, you know... Eh, it's okay. You'll grow into it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, awful... Uh, used to have this rep that he would kill um, anybody any way you wanted. That was his. That was his gimmick, right? Um, and he, you know, he played it up. He'd always have a story about it, or you know, he's always got like a like a this one time, you know, like I, whatever, whatever, and, and it's some huge like. At, at at this one time at like bard camp or whatever no you know? it's like, like it's like a tall said. tale you know you'll be like oh you know you know who came through here was um you know it was like an elf he's like oh i i i killed the king of the elves when in my youth when and i did it by swinging on a chandelier and dropping on top of him and and then i filled the room with smoke and and evaporated into the night and you know oh when, yeah and or like or like i once had a contract to kill the kill kill the jack or something like right. that right you know? yeah like exactly exactly crazy. some yeah something like that and it's uh so you know he's he's full of those but if you can uh sort through his his fictions right um i do know that Affle was probably on one of those last expeditions that went to, to Velser's Teeth. Okay. Well, me and my friend, she's the very statuesque golden tiefling in the corner. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to be here for a while, clearly. Okay. Because, uh, uh, we need a place to stay. But mm -hmm. if you could let me know when he walks in, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I can... Um... Like I said, I don't know if he'll be here tonight, but if you want, I can uh, I can send somebody out looking for him. Yeah, please. I'd really appreciate it. Okay. I, I, got, um, some, I got some questions in terms of some stuff. All right. You, uh, you want something to eat? You want something to drink? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, – I could eat. Um, so uh, what you got? Okay. He, he goes through the menu with you and, and – um, you know, you do get the idea that for him to send somebody to look for Apple, it uh, he he's looking for like a couple of coins for, yeah. for um, the service. So I'll get I'll get two specials, two ales, um, 
And then I'll throw him an extra gold piece, I would say. Okay. Is, 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 I feel like that's reasonable. Sure. Yeah. He doesn't seem impressed, but he it seems like he'll do it. So we'll say the whole thing costs you costs you two gold. Um, All right. Then I'll throw. Then you know what? I'll throw in. I'll throw in three gold pieces then. Okay. Three. Yeah. Three. Three. Three makes it feel like you you'll you'll you have a better chance of seeing him tonight. Um. So he um you do book the rooms. Um. So three gold pieces for dinner and for him or three gold pieces for him a gold piece for dinner and then we're gonna say for each room. Uh, I want to say what, like two gold pieces? Okay, so uh, five rooms. Room. So ten? Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. No problem. So. And then I'll just bring the food and the 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 ale back to the table mm-hmm. where your treasure's at. Okay. Um. So... Mm, so right you went looking for a weaponsmith yes okay um yeah is there any specific type of weaponsmith that you would like to find and or need to find i'm looking for a very specific weapon so yes okay yeah um what are you looking for flame blade flame blade okay so, what was it that Olrin was looking at before we left town? Was it a flame blade? Flame tongue, yeah, flame blade, uh, flame tongue, uh, flame tongue, long sword. There it is. Um, she is she is the suburban mom going Christmas shopping for her kid. She's not entirely sure what what the he man's name is, but mm-hmm. maybe maybe the shopkeep will know. I don't know. Okay, okay. My son loves this show. It's then, it's a fire and it's a sword um, <laughs> thing. Do you know what the kind I'm talking about, though? Uh, all right, make me an investigation check. <sighs> ten. Wait. Ten. Ten. Okay. Okay, so um, you go you go wandering around, um, looking through through these different shops. Um, none of them seem to have anything that lights on fire. Um, the closest thing you find is um, this. Is this elven fellow that is um, selling a javelin um, that is uh, in sh- in the shape of a lightning bolt, um, and he, he says it'll it'll um, streak across the the battlefield like a bolt of lightning. Although it doesn't come back to you, you have to go um, fetch it afterwards. Well, that's a bit of a design flaw, then, isn't it? Well, I didn't design it. I just sort of kept it. No, I didn't mean to suggest it's more amusing out loud. I apologize. No. Um, um say, uh, sorry, sorry to bother. Um, thank you for looking. But um, have, you're into weaponry that's a little exotic then, yeah? 
I've run into a few exotic pieces here and there. Yes, I um, don't necessarily trade in them often, but um, this particular piece is just um, a spare piece that I have. So yes, I've, I've been through a few shops. What um, what else are you looking for? Well, there's more of a... I've heard stories, you know, about uh, weapons in the mountains, things. Which mountain? I'm not entirely sure. It, it depends on who's telling it. The, the mountain range always changes. All right. Um, he sort of he sort of thinks for for a few minutes, and um... okay, roll me a percentile. Thirty-two. All right. Um, all right. Well, you. Um, is there anything else you you remember about this about this sword or whatever it was? Uh, if I remember correctly, had uh, a very large family. You know, sort of a. Uh, Brothers and sisters that were like it, but not quite. You know, I don't, I'm not really sure about any of that. Last really like famous sword I knew about was um, this friend of mine, a couple of, a uh, couple of jobs back, used to swear that he ran with this, um, with this rogue, cutthroat, assassin kid that, um, you know, the way he told it, the the guy never stepped out of the shadows, like, darkness just followed him everywhere, and he had this, this steely gaze, you know, those those kind of things. All right, um, I know a guy, exactly right. the same. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, to hear, to hear my buddy tell it, this guy would... Uh, if if there was anything, if he was in any sort of darkness, anything dimmer than like broad daylight, right? Then um, then the night would just drain the blood from his foes. It would seep into the ground, sort of. It was it was this real like dramatic affair. Now I asked him. I was like, well, why didn't you? Keep running with me. He's like, ugh, because if I did, I was worried that I'd fall asleep one night and I'd wake up without blood. I said, well, I don't think you wake up if you have no blood. And then we got into an argument about that. But that's neither here nor there. He said this kid, this kid made his way uh, west, that he was going into the mountains for something. Um, what did he call that thing? Uh, night something... I don't know. Dark, darkest night, night, night owl, tooth of the night, night, night something. Uh, night something. Night something. Yeah, it was night something. Uh, and they were, it, the kid was going, 
past the warden's watch, past past the warden's towers, into the into the far west, uh, into the broken lands beyond there. So, with the knife, or yeah, 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 the kid with the knife, the knight, knight, knight man, knight rider, knight. Right. Uh, Night right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Inter- interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. You know, they you, they always talk about these like famous weapons and famous um, heroes and I don't know. It's you know, you dig in a hole, you stab a goblin, you grab a couple of coins, you come back up. That's that's as far as I've adventured. That's all it is. I don't understand why everybody's got to have a fancy name for everything. So, you know. You know, that's a bit of mystery, I suppose. Um, Also, why do I have you here? Are you local? You're you're born here? I was born in Lickdrock. Yeah, not not in um, Svadi. But, uh, no. I, um, my family used to, my family used to, uh, be from... Lavik. And, uh... Mike and Dolan's. Oh, thank you. Bacliff. That's it. Um... So, you know, I'm... I'm first-generation nomad, but, um... But I'm, I'm sure my parents had some sort of... I don't know. History or lineage. I didn't really, uh... I didn't really get to learn it. Um, mind if I ask you another question about a weapon then too? Sure. Uh, it's slightly more local. Um, I, I don't really have a name for it, but I know the family it m- went missing from. Okay. Uh, do the organ blades mean anything to you? And sort of... Um, you can tell Makes something. a history check. Yeah, he does. Uh, something kind of tickles the back of his of his brain. I, uh... Yeah? I think I remember those. There's, uh... Yeah, I think there was, uh... uh some... My older brother mentioned something about them. Something like that. Yeah. Um... What was that? I will give him inspiration to remember. Okay. Um, he he thinks about it a little harder, and he he goes, "Yeah, I um, you know, a lot of stuff that came out of Bacliff or uh, or other Elven people about a generation back sort of ended up all over the place, and I know." One of uh, some of the things went to uh, went to the Centauran allies that helped raise Bakliff. Um, so I don't know if that's where the Oaken Blades are, but I know they got a fair cut of uh, of the spoils. You know, Centauran like centaurs. Yeah, yeah, four horses, four hooves. You know, some some of them oh. said that their you know their leaders had more hooves or more legs. I don't know. I don't think more legs makes you run faster, but um, you know, whatever. 
Well, this has been um, very helpful. Thank yeah. you so much. So, so you want the javelin, right? Oh, God, no. But thank you. He, he sort of looks at you like, well, you're going to you're going to pay me for everything I just told you, right? Oh, God, yeah. Um, I'll give him uh, 20 gold. Okay. He, he seems uh, very is that pleased. fair? Yeah, he, he is, okay. is more than fair. And he, yeah, he's like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. What else and is- uh, five gold extra for some discretion. I think the 20 bought you discretion. Let's make it 25. It's easier for me to count off. Done. <laughs> Take it. Take Please. it. Uh, is there anything else you guys, Sorak and Talroth, what are you guys up to? I would have left my double-bladed sword and most of my stuff in the carts okay. and just kind of gone into town, just walking around, checking things out. Uh, maybe trying to visit a little more of the shadier spots and kind of with some thieves can't see if maybe I can pick up some rumors or see if I can find some not so public goods. Is there any? Is there a specific good that you are looking for? Not in particular. Just more seeing what. Basically, just getting a feel for the town. Like, what kind of stuff would they have in this part of the world? Mm. That would be kind of black market for them. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's always a black market for. Magic arms and armor, uh, those those sorts of things. Um, the you get the feeling that whatever is illegal, it's more illegal because they're stealing it off somebody that has to pass over the gate, um, over, through the bridge, and so it's a lot of quick, it's a lot of quick fence jobs, um, or it's a lot of specific like if you are looking for X. They will. They'll sort of sift through all the travelers and and try to find it for you. Um, gotcha. That, so if they don't, if they don't have it, they'll find it off the back of a truck in a day or two. Right. And or it, either that or it's not in the city. But you. But they'll. But if you pay enough, they'll keep an eye out. And if it ever comes through, they'll they'll grab it for you. That's that's sort of their modus operandi. Um, you do get a Romeo Romeo D20 Am I adding anything to it or just flat so just roll? Just a flat roll, please. 7. 7. Okay. There is, um, there's a name that sort of crosses your path. Um, it is, uh, Lord Lennel Klein. Whenever you start... Uh, sorry, how is that spelled? 
L E N E L Lennel Klein. C L Y N E Lennel Klein. He um whenever you you're sort of thief canting around about um about the teeth, that name comes up. Like you the you want to talk to him or look into him. All right. Uh, you know, definitely. Sorry, I'm choked on a beard here. You're good. Uh, yeah, I'll hang on to that name for a second, mm -hmm. or at least for now. And yeah, just kind of still spend the day just getting the feel for the town, mm -hmm. seeing what they have, just acclimating, and then I'll eventually meet up with everybody. Okay. So, Rock, is there anything special you are up to? Um, yeah, actually. Um, I'm going to get um, a little bit lost towards what would be like considered um, some of the. Uh, like richer ends okay and when i feel i'm slightly um is there anywhere that seems like really in like a really like nice imposing building or like a building of uh some uh repute maybe make an investigation check for me Oh, that's not bad. Uh, that is 17 plus 1, 18. 18. So, the largest estates are manors, right? The, the sort of oldest ones are on the main street. I would say the most opulent ones are on the north side of the bridge near the river. They're essentially riverfront properties. <laughs> that have um, some of them have like little docks or or boats moored, and there, there's I guess whatever the river version of a regatta is, or a, a I don't know. Regatta is like a train of boats, a place where boats are kept. Yeah. Um, it's the row homes in Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so those are probably the biggest. I'd say there's maybe a there's maybe a handful. A dozen at most of like three-story manors. Um, no, none of these places are uh, have a lot of like land to them. Everything's been kind of built up around them. But these places are walled and have like gates in front of their communities. So cool. I'm gonna just cast detect portal. Okay. Uh, roll me a percentile. Uh, oh, oh, that's a number. Did I say that? I meant I'm casting uh, Channel Divinity because uh, I rolled a four. A four. Okay. Um, there's no, there are no portals that are that are active. Um, I will say that your your sense is that either planar travel or summonings happen here in this neighborhood, but they are nothing that is consistently open. 
and uh, nothing that is currently open, right? So, so I don't think anybody's like has a gate spell or anything like that open. Um, but you get the feeling that within the past week, there's probably been um, probably been either a summoning or a plane shift or something like that. Okay, uh, just for uh, future reference, um, I gained the ability to magic sense the presence of a planar portal. I, and and so the flat answer to that is no. No, but I'm, I'm yeah, try, okay. I'm trying to... I'm trying to give you more information. Okay. I just I didn't want you to be like ah he this no. is the information you should be getting and I'm like okay uh, you are giving me more information yeah. than I technically should be getting. I'm yes. happy about it, but I just yeah. wanted to make sure. I appreciate it. No, thank you. For, thank you for double checking. Yeah, I I love the planar warrior and I and I appreciate the the searching for planar portals. Um, it they're not always around, but I do think yeah. If you're sensing that you you know detecting the residue uh, of a of a portal that has been used or of a summoning isn't isn't so far off. So. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, so nothing's happening currently, but in this yeah. area, something has happened before. Yeah, you, you. I will say you identify maybe um, how, how what's the range on that ability? One mile. One mile. Okay. So I'll yeah, say I get you direction I, and within one mile. Okay, I'll say you identify like three houses that you suspect um, mages, spellcasters, or I don't know occult figures of of enough skill to open open planar portals live. Okay, I'm just gonna jot those down and uh, be on my way. Um, will you guys gather it back up at, at Gaffron's Hold? Um, is there anything you guys would like to do before we call it a night? No, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, thank you guys for hanging out. We're going to call it a night here. Uh, I had a wonderful game. Hope you all did too. Uh, is there uh, anything else you guys want to say before we say goodnight? Nope. I think we're good. All right, guys, we're going to see you guys later. Um, keep up with the social medias to see what schedules and what shows we have coming down the pike. We are going to talk to you guys next time. But until then, be cool. <laughs>